Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 52 of Casting the Net. This week is a continuation from last week's episode on Pentecost. And today the guys go into a real deep dive into a discussion about a lot of different things, all, of course, related to Pentecost. But they talk about how God's love is generative, how there's different levels to God's love. And they go into some detail on the gifts of the Spirit. So this is just one of those episodes you just have to listen for yourself uh, to really truly appreciate all of the things that they talk about. So we hope you enjoy this one, episode 52, Casting the Net. Hi, I'm Father Dave Nuss, together with Father of Four, Rick Lingva. Welcome to Casting the Net. We are in search for catching the faith. Friends, once again, I'm Father Dave, joined by my co-host, Rick. We are casting the net, and we are delighted and grateful and humbled and honored that you're spending time with us as we we continue an ongoing conversation, uh, and a conversation really that's animated by our, by our Catholic faith and how that faith is infused into our daily living. That, that, that's kind of how I'd frame what, what we're about in conversation. That's not bad. That's pretty- I don't think I could repeat what I just said. I didn't write that down. Good. Things are well with you? Yeah, everything's good. Just spent a long afternoon in the soccer fields, or, or a, a soccer field anyway. You know, I think last week my uh, bewilderment was weeding and uh, mowing the lawn. And, and this week you remind me of another activity that I... I do not frequent, and that is uh, watching the soccer. Games. No, it wasn't like watching Messi or Pele. <laughs> it certainly was not World that, Cup caliber. No, it was not that. But um, it was it was a lot of fun. It we was had, Tommy we, caliber. It's, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> Tommy. It, it helps to be the biggest and the fastest kid on the field, <laughs> even if it, it, it makes up for a lot of um, you know deficiencies you might have in just fundamental soccer skills, being able to run faster and push your way through uh crowds there are a lot of crowds on the on the preschool soccer field but i i wanted to share i had the great joy uh of a wedding this Mm -hmm. week and one of the two couples is mexican-american and there were mexican traditions that were a part of the wedding ceremony that are included in the sacrament of matrimony ritual yeah i have never had the pleasure of experiencing these rituals in the ceremony and what was so powerful to me is that the rituals were done with family members themselves Mm. during the mass can you share one i'm I'm sure think of any that one was called an arras a-r-r-a-s yeah and there are coins Mm mm-hmm gold coins that are symbolic of the beloved promising to do everything in his or her power to provide for his or her beloved. Oh, that's beautiful. So one spouse, the coins are blessed. One presents the coins to the other mm-hmm. with a with a sentence of affirmation of a provident love mm-hmm. that knows no end. And then the other returns... But the coins themselves were presented by the parents, oh, and wow. the parents handed the coins to the to the children mm-hmm. to be able to do. And then there was the lazo, which was a large—I would describe it as a very, very large rosary. Mm-hmm. 
that the oldest married couple came and presented and sort of draped around the couple who was kneeling mm. with a blessing of that being done, um, highlighting, symbolizing the unbreakable bond of marriage. Yeah. But that the the oldest married couple, and in this particular case, the grandparents of the of the man who was married, who the, the grandparents themselves, I'm not sure how many years, it had to be in excess of 60. Mm-hmm. And it was... It was humbling to watch them make their way. Oh yeah, right. Love animated. Yeah, and it it really stirred me. And there were there were two other. There was a blessing of a Bible and a blessing of a rosary, both of which were presented by other family members, yeah. for the um, the spiritual vitality of the married love to be animated by the Word of God and the Mother of God, mm. right? With the communion of the saints, mm-hmm. aspects sometimes to. I will say wedding mass that is so assaulted by a secular industry. Yeah. And I felt and individualism. I felt that's rejuvenated. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the communio experience yeah. of family as domestic church. I was going to say what you just detailed there is such a beautiful <clears throat> um, underscoring of the fact that we're, we're, we're communal creatures. You know, I mean, everything that we have in our comes yes. to us. Because we we've received it from you know the community of the family, yeah, other forms of community that we're plugged into just, yes. just naturally, yes. Um, beautiful symbolic reminders of that. It was, and the bride herself comes from a different, uh, a different ethnicity, and yet uh, there was such a palpable experience of um, community within her own family and community among her friends, yeah. and it was this this marvelous. Marvelous for me as a priest, as a presider, as a witness to their married love. Mm-hmm. It was very inspiring uh, to see the the, the family-centered celebration of mm. a wedding, which yeah. is, is not always my experience. I believe it. I believe it. Um, really a nice segue into our continued discussion of the Spirit. Right. And the love of friendship that dwells mm-hmm. in us uh, mm-hmm. by means of that person, mm-hmm. you know, and last time um, we, we, we ran out of time. I had, I, had a, I, had a, I had a second train of thought. You did, but the clock yeah. expired. Oh, <laughs> it was, it was going to be, it was, we went, it was brilliant. We it was went to be genius. We went to replay. It was it going didn't to be, count. <laughs> it was going to be worth the price of admission. <laughs> I guarantee it. No, you, you had mentioned uh, toward the end of last episode um, a tabernacling that takes place. You know, the sort of intimacy that God has with us, in particular the Spirit, um, can be compared to um, you know Him dwelling within us in the way that He dwells within a tabernacle. Yes, um, it's such a it's a point that's so worthy of reflection um, because it, we we tend to gloss over it uh, and and the power of it i think is lost on us sometimes how unique that is for all the created world Hmm. um you know god creates out of love he loves everything that he creates not because things have earned it or deserve it but rather his love is generative it's it's creative he loves and then things come into existence but it's almost like you know, this isn't the most precise way to speak about it but it's almost as if there are sort of levels to love within Hmm. god Hmm. 
simply being created doesn't mean things are in friendship with him. Mm. Um, there has to be an, uh, an offering, you know, a reciprocity, a, a possession that we spoke, spoke about last time. Only, only human beings are capable of that. And, I mean, and angels too, but um, in, in, in our material physical world, only human beings are capable of um, saying yes to God and allowing him to enter and, and dwell in us um, and then strengthening us with his gifts. Hmm. You know, so that we can so that we can perform divinely human activities in the same way that Jesus Christ performed yeah. divinely human activities. Yeah, and I might I might add to that generative, fruitful, and unitive that an effect of the Holy Spirit, uh, the God of the universe, the Lord and Giver of life at play, is to unify, hmm. is to coalesce, is to bring together. Diverse is you know it's it's the uh, Right, it's the the motto of the currency, right? Yeah, right from yeah. many one from many one, right? And th- that's that's certainly the Catholic mm-hmm. um, claim. Mm-hmm. You know that many many remain, and yet there's a unity as well that's just as profound. Mm-hmm. When you were talking about the levels of love, I don't think that that's I don't think that that's um, Surprise! A surprising statement at all. You you no, might no, have not at all. that. Yeah. Even within the scriptures, we we lose this in the translation, as you know. Yeah. How in the Greek language in the New Testament there are there are different words that are very specific to a level of love or right. an aspect of love or a type of love. Right. They're they're very particular in their in their meaning, which is entirely lost in the English translation because mm-hmm. they all get translated the same way That's right. by the single word love, <laughs> but the love of, of uh, fraternity brothers, <laughs> right. Is different than, um, um, a, a romantic loving, which mm-hmm. is different than a crucified loving mm-hmm. where I pour everything out for my beloved, even my life. Yeah. Which of course is the love that Christians are, called to and and assisted you know to to imitate to perform that's it yeah. and and assisted by the power which we receive that's right from the holy spirit yeah right yeah the seven gifts right i mean the four that are specifically meant to strengthen our our intellects yes know, counsel wisdom understanding and counsel wisdom and knowledge there you go <laughs> L- listing things uh listing things on the air is tricky and then the uh, the three that strengthen our wills so that we can we can want the things god wants for us and for others um piety fear of the lord and do you know it piety piety fear of the lord what am i missing fortitude there you go <laughs> the strengthening that's right that's right, right. galvan galvanizing yeah. right that the holy spirit working through the church herself, and she works through the church through the administration of the sacraments. Mm-hmm. So, for us as Catholics, the Holy Spirit is encountered, received initially in baptism, mm-hmm. and completed in confirmation. confirmation yeah. I know that language is a little imperfect. It is, but you know, it, it's it also points to. It's sort of fitting because human beings develop in stages as well. Hmm. Right. And so there is sort of a congruity. I mean, you know, you don't need all perfections as a, you know, as a baptized infant. Hmm. Um, you know, it might be understandable if that's the way God chose to do, uh, try, you know, chose to affect, um, 
you know, human spiritual growth. But um, again, I think there's a congruity to, to the stages of spiritual development as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're right. As you speak about that, the, the saints attest to that. So yeah. stages of spiritual development. Yeah. And they, they attest to it with many different images and, and descriptions of, of such a development. But they mm-hmm. all acknowledge that there's growth. Yep. And our Lord himself says the same. Yeah. And I can recall um, when I was still teaching. Um, oh, you're still teaching. You're just not teaching per, per, in the classroom. When I, was, when I was teaching and getting paid for it <laughs> paid. in, in <laughs> Currency of the Realm. Uh, <laughs> right. Rather than pro bono. <laughs> right. 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 Um, but you're teaching. I just want to give you credit. Thank you. I, I need that reminder every <laughs> once in a while. Um, yeah. Giving, giving kids a chance to report on topics that they, of their choosing and, um, yeah, and these are kids who are just a few few years removed from their confirmations, and and those who chose you know gifts of the spirit, fruits of the spirit, just you know kind of the banal vanilla descriptions mm. we 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 would we would hear, uh, which is it's, it's a real tragedy because I I, I reflect on my own day to day life and just how relevant and how important the gifts and the fruits are mm. um, in my own journey. You know, I, I could think of a few just off the top of my head that are extremely pertinent to my life as a stay-at-home dad. You mm. know, I mean, the fruit of the fruit of patience. Mm. You know, I mean, we, we we spoke about Tommy, our our star soccer player, a moment yeah, ago. Right, right. Tom, Tommy is a um, he is a child who feels love intensely and also feels frustration and anger intensely. Mm. And so he's like a zero to sixty kind of person. Mm. You know. And we will, we will, we will see and experience these eruptions of frustration, you know, several times throughout the day. <laughs> and, you know, myself, me having the personality that I have, that's the kind of thing that, that wears me out, you know? Mm. Um, and so by the fourth or fifth or sixth time of the day, um, you know, I need to rely on the gifts of the spirit issuing forth the fruit of patience and mercy so that I don't match his, behavior just out of frustration, you know? Yeah. Um, so critical to, to not mirror that. And it's, it's a divine gift. It's a divine yeah. aid, yeah. a form of assistance to, to get to that point. Yeah. And not just given to children or, or oh, small no, I'm, children. I'm sure but, in your but, life as a pastor. Yeah. I mean. To all of us, as you were saying that, uh, I just had the experience on Sunday, the most recent Sunday comes to my mind. And at one of the masses, there was a, there was a couple who caught my eye who were who were sitting yeah, in kind of a corner of the church away from the altar. Mm-hmm. A couple I know, a couple whose story I know, mm-hmm. and a couple who I wanted to engage to see how they were doing, right? Yeah. And it was going to be very difficult processing out to get from that location to where they were. And yet I was really, okay, I was seized. I was seized with a desire to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, from where does that come, mm-hmm. Right. That's not it's a gift. self-generated. That is God seeking to get my attention, reminding me of some experience and knowledge I have, allowing that encounter to take place with them. Mm-hmm. My, if you will, meeting the Spirit through them, albeit from the altar. Yeah. And then to try to get to them, I was like the wishbone on Thanksgiving, <laughs> just being pulled and right. pulled and pulled and pulled. Right. And do you have a moment or could I do this or could you do that? Mm-hmm. And it took such 
power from the Holy Spirit to remain calm Hmm. in a disposition so that I might not be off-putting, misunderstood as dismissive, rude, insensitive to some other people who in their own urgency or intensity, or in other cases, perhaps a lack of situational awareness too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Virtue is not always at play. (laughs) No, No, I mean, that, that, I mean that's, that's that's a great hard. example. I mean, and the patience gifts, being a gift of the yeah, spirit. I mean, the gifts of the spirit, totally. keeping your your intellect and your will in line with the intellect and will of Christ, so that you can display kindness. Yeah, you know, directed toward this this ultimate goal of of reaching the the family, the couple that you wanted to see. Yeah, that's right. right. I mean, and that's the, the the gifts do work a lot like virtues. I mean, we we've talked a lot about virtues and how they're the cornerstone of we have. the moral life, the Catholic understanding of moral theology. Um. Virtues work in a similar. I'm sorry. The gifts of the spirit work in a similar way. Yes. Um, except these these aren't something that we develop on our own. They're they're infused in us. I mean, they're they're given to us divinely. Yes. And they they grow and strengthen um, and diffuse, so to speak, throughout yeah. us um, as we cooperate as we right. cooperate with grace. And so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Follow. Well, if if we stay with that image of gift, a gift is first recognized as belonging to a recipient, mm-hmm. right? So it says Rick right. on the gift. If Imagine a gift that's packaged. Yeah. You identify it as your own, and then what do you do? Open it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then what do you do? Use it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Share it, yeah. use it. And that's precisely, to me, the dynamic for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. To recognize that it is particular to me, given to me as gift, to be received, to be opened, to be used and yeah. used means to be shared That's generously right. and gratefully. Yeah. I mean, Thomas Burton remarked that uh, love can only be kept by being given away. Yeah. You know, sort of paradoxically. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. a gift that's, it's a gift that's meant to be given. And, and when you give it, it, it grows. It actually grows. It actually increases. Far value. from diminishing or even remaining neutral. Yeah. It increases. Yeah. And again, it's, it's, it's one of those quotations that I think it's attributed to a lot, a lot of different people. I think ultimately it's landed on Oscar Wilde, but I don't know if he's actually the one who, hmm. who said it. Uh, the fool is the one who knows the price of everything but the value of nothing. Right? <laughs> I mean, this, these are gifts, the, the gifts of the Spirit, which I have no price tag in the secular world, are, are utterly worthless and irrelevant in the secular world. Um, but in the life of the Christian, they're, they're the only means to the end. Yes, utterly mm-hmm. invaluable. Mm-hmm. But to recognize them as gifts, to to ask the Holy Spirit to help sharpen our awareness, to recognize the gifts that are yeah. given to us, yep. that are part of this power which we've already received, mm-hmm. so that it can be actualized and uh, activated in ways that lead us and guide us and protect us. Friends, he's Rick. I'm Father Dave. And we, again, are so grateful that you spent this time with us. Uh, we're very eager to to hear from you as well. And should you have any, any suggestions for topics that Rick and I might enjoy in uh, conversation, that we might help to amplify uh, the conversation with the, uh, with the, the Catholic faith, um, how does our faith help to uh, speak to certain topics, certain challenges, certain struggles, certain sufferings that are part and parcel of our journey across the earthly stage. 
we we invite you uh, to reach out to us in that um we might be able to respond mm. and, and and thank you too for your prayers um this is actually a community albeit over the airways mm. but a, a community nevertheless there are many of you who have been listening and continue to listen and are sharing this with other people. We know that because we're utterly amazed mm-hmm. to learn how many people are finding this helpful or, or valuable in, in daily living. So we're edified and we, we thank the Lord and we praise the Lord humbling too for using us in mm-hmm. this way. Very humbling. Yeah. We're casting the net. Friends, he's Rick and I'm Father Dave, a dad and a priest together trying to become better fathers by catching Christian faith. Thanks for joining us for our conversation, and we hope that you'll connect with us next week for Casting the Net.